five, four, three, two, one. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Moon Tea Podcast. Today, we have Annie New Vonheim. Welcome, Annie. And let's glance through the description for her bio. So referred to as a sharp pistol of a woman by Forbes. And Annie is the chief juicer at Smart Press Juice. And it is a, it's a really legit company with a really legit website. And we're super excited to, to have you on. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Do you mind just starting with number one, how you got, how you ended up here? And then number two, just like anything else you want to add to the intro? Oh, uh, sure. You guys sent me over this little form, just ask, asking a couple basic get to know you questions if I had any goals for this podcast. And if it's one goal is, I hope to inspire everyone to eat a vegetable today. So that's my main goal. I'm going to tell you all about why I'm a medical nutritionist. I've been doing, I've been in the nutrition field for over 20 years. I specifically specialize in chronic disease management, which is an area like when you're young, you don't really think about it, but every single one of us will be very affected by chronic disease because it'll affect someone we love, it'll affect a family member, it'll affect a friend or someone very close to us, people at work. And you can feel really helpless because this is a disease state where there's no real answers. There's not a pill that's going to make it go away. Like I have some pain. I'm going to take some Advil. It's going to go away. This is chronic. It's forever. And whatever worked before might not work next time. And there's so many environmental factors and genetic factors, all sorts of things that can affect how our body expresses health or disease. And this is something that I know not a lot of people worry about it when you're in the greatest of health. Why do you think about that kind of thing? But just invest for our futures financially. We invest in our careers. We should also invest in our health. And that's something that I'm really passionate about. So I used to work for corporate. I worked, my last job was in New York. It was a private equity owned company, a really huge brand. And then I worked for another company here in Southern California before that for over 10 years. And I did, inter I did international business development for them. So I got to work with hospitals all over the world in creating health protocols for chronic disease states. So that was so fun. I worked with some of the best doctors in the world, the best dietitians in the world and just saw a common denominator of how you should eat to help treat and then take it a step further, prevent disease. So that's how I started my company is I was like, yo, I could put this into a system where you don't have to think about it anymore. Because when you're conquering, when you're fighting a disease state like cancer, you think about what you're gonna eat. You plan out your meals. You spend 10, 20 hours a week thinking about your meals, planning them, being very careful about what you eat, what you select when you go to the grocery store, buying very certain things. But for the rest of us, we're too busy. We don't have time for that. We're, it's not significant to us because we don't have a disease. So we just eat whatever and good luck to us, right? It's like rolling the dice, like hopefully I won't get anything. Hopefully I'll stay healthy forever. But this is like an insurance where you don't have to think about it. It's mindless. It's a system that I very carefully designed. It, it took me a really long time to think about every component that you should get in your health. And then I just turned it into something easy. We call it smart press juice <laughs> because drinking juices is something that's, especially here in Southern California, it's like a really popular thing to get a green juice. Instead of buying someone a latte, if you buy them the green juice, that's the highest form of love we can express. So I put it in the format of, it's like you're drinking juices, but in reality, I'm trying to pump you full of the really great wholesome food ingredients that you should have every day that sets you up for health for life. That's in a nutshell what I do. That's amazing. 
actually that's so cool um, <laughs> oh my goodness where shall we start john i'm i'm like curious i, I want to dive into like your passion into into like health and like how that started but then also into the business side of things so maybe we can start with like how did you get into health and then like how did you like figure out this formula obviously you don't have to give away the secret sauce but um curious about the process no secret sauce. that's what's so great about it there's no secret i'm happy to tell my form. So first things you want to know how I got into this. Let's see. I, I actually was studying. I was really interested in international business. I went to University of California, Irvine, and I was an economics major of all things. And I really wanted to get like an extra flavor of what it'd be like to, to get into business. But I specifically was interested in international. I ended up taking like an extra year and I studied at the University of National University of Singapore. And to go there, it was really expensive. And I ended up getting this really cool scholarship. I was the very first recipient called Women in International Trade. And then the executive director of the US Department of Commerce presented it to me. And he said, hey, call me up when you come back, come work for me. I was like, really? Cool. <laughs> so I did that. And then I, so I had the best year ever. I actually refused to come home because I wanted to be a scuba diving instructor. So I stayed like another year in Thailand teaching scuba diving. I was like, I'm not no coming way. home. Why would I want to come home to work where I'm already living the retired life on the beach, <laughs> on a boat, seeing fish all day and meeting awesome people from around the world? Like, why do I need anything else that my, my parents need me to come home? So I came home. Went back to the director. I started working for the Department of Commerce. And this is really funny, of course. So there's at the end of my internship there, it was like a year internship. They're all like, hey guys, this is our star intern. Anyone wants to hire her, come on up. So then all these companies started coming up, like banking and like all these freight logistics, like all these different aspects of international people came up. But the super hot surfer guy was like, hey, come work for us. We're a bunch of hippies and you can go surfing at lunch. I was like, what? Okay, so I took that one, even though it paid way less <laughs> than all the others. And, and then it was a nutrition company. And I used to tell them, I didn't know my ass from a donut. Like I didn't know what they were doing. And um, they threw me into a really tough first job, which was in regulatory affairs, which meant I had to study each compound, each ingredient, study the source material, determine whether or not it was compliant with other countries' regulations and whether or not they could. So it was a nice segue from government to private because I was used to researching regulations. So from that, I developed this passion for nutrition. I was like, I had no idea. There's like so many forms of each type of vitamin. And, and that was really cool. And then I got to start traveling around the world. And that's how I started working with the hospitals and the doctors. And then I started seeing incredible results from just nutrients, basic nutrients and fixing their diet. And like diseases that couldn't be reversed were getting reversed all the time. And I was like, what is this? Like, how is it, how is this working? So it was really interesting for me. So then I started studying, I asked my company to invest in my training and they did. So I started hardcore studying nutrition science. And then that way I could speak more intelligently to the doctors and as we created protocols around the world. And yeah, I just, I kept doing that. I worked in Mexico, I worked in South Africa, I worked in Japan and Korea and Taiwan and China, I got to work in, Belgium and France and Germany. It was so cool. Like in UK, it was just like, what an experience. And like, I got to intimately see how each country struggled with certain chronic diseases. 
and we took all the local foods they had that were common to them and determined like what the best diet would be for them and then we introduced a nutrition like like health supplement protocol along with their normal medication and like when you put that trifecta together patients would get better a lot faster so how i got into it and then the one thing that everyone struggles with the most is how to eat right so when a doctor you have cancer or you're over let's just say you're overweight you're overweight and your doctor goes yo you have high blood pressure your blood sugar is too high and gotta lose like you gotta lose some weight so you just gotta eat better okay and then the average patient will go what does that mean and then the doctor would go i don't know maybe you should figure it out and then that's it And then, so patients go, I don't know, like I got to work with elite hospitals where people are paying like so much money and they're like VIP people or celebrities or politicians. So they get the best treatment. So their treatment comes with nutritionists. It comes with meal plans. They could eat at the hospital. A lot of hospitals provided the food and it's like world-class food. They had chefs and nutritionists preparing the food. So it's very different from our healthcare system here where that, that kind of thing just doesn't exist here. So when a doctor goes, you got to eat better, what does that mean? What does that mean? That means I eat a salad, but they don't, they normally don't balance it with protein or the right kind of fiber. It's not balanced for fats. They don't know. They just go, I just, I went through the drive-thru at McDonald's and I ordered a salad, so I'm good. So they don't know. They're like, that's healthy, right? Instead of a side of fries, I had three apple slices that they gave us. Is that good? And is that healthy? But that's not sustainable. When people start losing weight, almost 97% of them gain their weight back. It's crazy. It's almost pointless. Like, why bother losing weight on on all these crazy diet plans? Because once you've reached your goal weight, you go right back to your old ways and it all comes back again because your body remembers what it used to be. It's like, I remember this. Let's just get back to what we were. We, we were like this for a long time. Let's keep it. So all this is, it's just super complex. And I wanted to make it as simple as possible, which is this is the foundation of healthy diet. There's, there's really three things I don't want you to ever go without protein, fiber, vegetables, green vegetables. And then you can start adding on a couple extra bonus ones. If you really feel the difference of your body on the right kind of plants, then then you'll go, okay, maybe I should consider something like root vegetables. You know why root vegetables are so awesome? Because they grow in the pitch dark, right? They're, they have no sunlight. They have nothing and so packed with nutrients. So they have to struggle to make themselves And those kind of nutrients are something you can't get anywhere in the world. It's the best type of slow burning carbs if you're into working out for endurance. There's just nothing like it's it's so fabulous for immunity. It's really fabulous for like cognitive performance, like focusing in the morning, believe it or not, it opens up your your blood vessels. So it gets oxygen to your brain. Like those are what root vegetables do. And most people don't even think about things like that. They just think, oh, right, I had a salad but you're missing out on all the powerful things plants can do for you. So as you can see, I'm really into plants (laughs) and this. (laughs) These are pandemic babies, by the way. I didn't know how big they would get, but they got really big. They all started as cute little things and they turned into monsters. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous that your plants are living because that was not (laughs) the case for me. I'm curious in hearing the sales pitch. So if we look at all of the kind of green, like healthy powders. So I think a very well-known one is Athletic Greens. What is different about Smart Press Juice and why would a customer go with Smart Press Juice over others? I'm actually not so, oh, take my brand over others. It's just a matter of positioning and what resonates the best for you. Athletic Greens, think of that as a multivitamin that has greens in it. So that's what they are. So they, it's just a multi, it's a powdered multivitamin that has greens. 
So that's really cool for some people. So it's a supplement. It's really expensive though. So I don't know if it's, necess- I think it's over hundred dollars now because of inflation. It's not something everyone can afford, but if I, if I had that kind of budget, and I, if I was just a normal person, I had that kind of budget, I would think that's really cool. For us, we're taking the position of we're a whole food. So we're vegetables. You should be getting every single day. We're vegetable, we're vegetables that you're too lazy to go out to buy, chop, wash, juice, (laughs) and get every day or to chew and swallow every day. We're that. So if you wanted to go to a farmer's market, if you want to do your Instagram worthy day at the farmer's market and gather all sorts of fresh herbs and get your, your wheatgrass juice. Our wheatgrass juice is grown on volcanic soil on an organic family farm in Utah and the family harvests it and they cold press it and then they juice it and then, and then they immediately freeze dry it within three minutes of it being juiced. And they have studies showing that if you reconstitute it back in water, it's virtually identical to a fresh pressed juice. The nutrients remain the same because they don't use any heat in the processing. So it's such oh, a unique man. process for supporting small family business. Everything of ours is small batches, like everything certified organic. So just think of us like a farmer's market <laughs> in a bottle. So we're more like that. That's more of our position is like we're wholesome food ingredients that you should be getting every single day. We're a small woman-owned business. We're more of the hippies. I would say a company like that is like about, I think I hear them a lot on like podcasts. So it's like high performance people, you know, that kind of thing. Go grind, hustle. And we're like, just eat your vegetables. <laughs> we're like that. <laughs> we're your hippie friend that wants you to get as many plants into your diet as possible. And we're very conscious about our sourcing and we love supporting other small businesses. Oh, our Greens Juice has won three different awards for best taste. We actually partnered with the Juice It Up smoothie chain. Their, their smoothie and food scientists actually help us formulate our juice. I think it took me about 20 tries, like 20 iterations that I've rolled out onto the market. When I first created my green juice, I actually sold it at farmer's markets and asked people which one they'd want to buy. And I just had people taste testing. And that's how I originally started selling is at farmer's markets and at like food festivals. And I just asked people what they wanted. So we really took a lot of time to perfect how our tastes using the right balance of fruits and veggies. So yeah, think of us more like of a green, you go to a green juice bar and you would want that. But if you can't go to the green juice bar, you can't afford a $15 juice every day, then you take ours. I'm so I'll buy one <laughs> after this episode. I'm happy to send one. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a, a great way to, to express what the company that you've created, you can definitely see how much love and interest and knowledge you have on it. Something I'm curious on, I've been looking a bit through your blogs and such. Do you happen to have any blog on smartpressjuice.com that people might be interested or you think is a great one for people to see or is what's your top performing post? Oh gosh. There's a while where I was reviewing every type of diet, like what's our stance on keto and paleo, Mm. but it's really funny that the one that's the craziest one of all is Dr. Sebi's diet. And that one's so niche that I think a lot of people really liked. Dr. Sebi is this crazy, um, like holistic doctor, like from, I don't, I forget where, one of the Caribbean islands. And he has a huge following of people who do the whole food plant-based diet, but it's really extreme. It scares me, but that's like, for some reason, one of our best performing ones <laughs> is our stance on that. But the two that I think are relevant right now is how to stay on track for the holidays. I think we'll get those up within the next couple of days. I interviewed a doctor and a dietitian 
for their best tips on how to stay healthy and on track and not gain the holiday five to 15 pounds, which I think all of us are worried about. Holiday <laughs> season, let's yeah, go. Yep, and then and then come New Year's, that's always when we do the best because everyone's really conscious, like I'm gonna eat right finally every single year. So we always have a lot of tips on how to get the most out of your new year and how to like mindfulness. A lot of that does really well for us too. Wow, I love it. I'm curious, the two-part question is, from all this research that you've done, do you happen to have a favorite fruit uh, and or vegetable? Sorry, not fruit, a uh, favorite vegetable. <laughs> and um, gosh. What's the magical one? Which is the most magical you've found so far? I have to tell you that nutrition science says there is none. Oh. You have a secret oh. to health. The Secret to Health by Dr. I think his name is Rob Knight, who's the god of the microbiome. The Secret to Health is getting at least 30 vegetables into your system a week. So diversity of plants is the most important. So there's no, that, that's, that's a crazy concept because people are like, it's kale, it's broccoli. And you're robbing yourself of the tens of thousands of phytonutrients. Those are the actual nutrients inside of plants that heal you. They all work it as a symphony. So it's, if you just went and heard one violinist play, you'd be really bored. He might be the greatest violin in the world, violinist in the world, but you'll be really bored. Joshua Bell, the greatest violinist in the world, played in a New York subway for an entire day, eight hours, and he only made 20 bucks. Because guess what? He doesn't sound as good without the symphony behind him. So that's what it is. There's no star vegetable or fruit. There, there are really powerful ones. And I have a lot of books that I've read that I'd love to recommend that, that are just fabulous at showing you how powerful vegetables are. But there's no one that will do the magic trick for you. And that's a very sad thing to learn. <laughs> that's a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> <laughs> amazing actually yeah while we have the chance what are the three books or a few books um i love foods to beat cancer anything by i forgot the name of the book doc, by dr william lee li he did a ted talk on angiogenesis and cancer talking about how cancer like cells and tumors actually build their own blood vessel network and they become their own organ and you can kill it not by chemo, of course you can do chemo, but you can kill it by eating the right fruits and veggies. No way. It's like really targeted therapy towards the right fruits and veggies. And there, there are things that, there's some fruits that I normally don't eat. A lot of people say, don't eat tropical fruits. The sugar's so high in them. But guess what? You look at the science behind what a freaking mango can do. And I'm like, I will eat mango every day the rest of my life just for seeing that. Something as simple as an apple does so much for you. I don't like apples. I don't like the taste of them myself, but just something as simple, just the very basic fruits, even peaches, like they're so incredibly powerful. Every single vegetable has like incredible cancer fighting powers, but eating those veggies actually can starve the blood vessel network and kill cancer tumors just by eating the right types of fruits and veggies. That book is like pff, mind blowing. So please go and get that book because it'll change the way food is like, like fruits and veggies are the superpowers that we could never imagine. And they taste so good too. And they're doing all these amazing things for us. Wow. <laughs> My mind's blown. <laughs> yeah. You make me want to go run and eat a banana right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just want bananas have a lot of sugar. So yeah, if you oh, okay. eat the banana and then run, that's, Great. 
<laughs> so maybe eat a banana and sit. Not so great. No way. I have one banana every morning. All right. Need to note this. Just go on a walk afterwards. Go on a <laughs> like a 20 minute walk briskly and use up that glucose. But yeah, just start thinking about. It. So for fruits, like when you do that, I generally will pair it with a walk afterwards because they do spike your blood sugar, whereas oh. veggies don't do that. So for veggies, we really think of it more as a all you can eat. There's no measuring at all. Just get as much as you humanly can into your system and as much as you can. But for fruits, I do limit to one piece for sitting and I always pair it with physical activity afterwards. Amazing. Um, you said the word earlier, androgenesis. Oh, androgenesis. Yeah. What is this? Oh, that's when the, that's when the cancer tumors like grow their own blood vessel network and they become their own organ in your body. It's not great. Oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's really scary. Oh, that's how uh, the that's how the tumor becomes bigger because it's like a it's its own organism. No way! I never yeah, knew how those work. Like, it's like its own alien, but what kills it is vegetables. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what's so powerful about Dr. William Lee's work is like he's just showing you how just eating the right fruits and veggies can starve that tumor of its blood supply. Wow. Okay. I'm curious about where you hope to take the business, let's say in the next three years. I'm sure you have a lot of growth plans. And I remember you mentioned doing a podcast for like marketing and branding purposes, but yeah, I'm curious like what your goals are. Are you trying to launch more products? Are you trying to like, I don't know, just make a, just make sure everyone eats their vegetables. Yeah, how do you think about that? <laughs> Actually, my partner Jen and I were just talking about that today and where we want to take it. Just like how we started our business, it was pretty holistic. Neither of us have any experience in running a company by ourselves. We've never done this before. We're really fortunate and blessed to have an amazing team. We've made a lot of mistakes and we're so lucky that we're still, our company's still alive and thriving and our team is growing. So we're okay either way. We want to keep expanding and growing and getting our juices to more and more people. It's really a blessing from going from a farmer's market to like, like making $75 that day to like selling individual green juices. Like that's what we we're doing. Like I was taking the powder and mixing and selling in an individual juice for two or three bucks. Take $75 a day from that. I'm like, oh my gosh, till now our company is significantly larger. So it's very humbling just to think about that. So for now, like we're really happy just growing our, our community and our team. It depends on if we get to a large enough size, I might have to start thinking about partners who are able to scale it to the, like running a company our size is very different from, let's say running a company in the multiple eight figures. And there's a lot more systems and people and processes that need to come into place. So that's something we'd have to consider also. So that's a Another part of growing the business that we have to consider as we're growing is like, how big do we want to get, make it? And what do we need to do to be able to support a company of that size? That makes sense. And my follow-up question is, what kind of work do you enjoy the most? And what kind of work do you enjoy the least when it comes <laughs> to all of this? I love connecting with our customers. That's like something like that. I just, just means everything to me. And a lot of them right now, while we've been small the last few years, there are customers who've really believed in us and have, we have a Facebook group. It's just smart press juice cleanse. 
And if you post in there, I read it every single day. I respond to everything myself. And I've gotten to know a lot of the customers myself. And we started just by adding each other as friends on Facebook to DMing, to calling each other. <laughs> Recently, there is a customer, her name is Lisa Dumeyer. She lost- Shout out to Lisa. Yeah, hey, Lisa. <laughs> she lost almost a hundred pounds after like having a really bad surgery, just drinking our juices. And, and she went from being bedridden to running her first marathon. And after she finished it, like I was one of the first people she messaged and I was like, oh my gosh, just like that honor. I can't, I still can't like believe it. Like that I wouldn't, I wouldn't think to message somebody that I buy protein powder from, but like, like that is like life-changing for me that, that we could do that for just one person. And I have a little, like a little thing I printed out. It's on my wall right here, just from another customer. I don't know who she is, but she left a, a review, a public review on Facebook. And it said, I'll just read it. It says, I'm so excited to start this journey. I'm so happy and proud of these ladies who created this. We need this in the world today. Pioneers for girls, little girls all around the world. I really feel good about using this product, my new health journey. I love the encouragement from this group. So um, from Latonia Breakfield, but it was just like such a nice thing that I don't know who that lady is. Just saying that we're pioneers for little girls. I was like, yeah, it's true. I never thought about owning a company as a little girl. Like I had no idea what I was going to do. I really had, they always ask like, what are you going to be when you grow up? And everybody knew exactly what they were going to be. And I was like, I want to have dogs and I want to have books. <laughs> and that was pretty much my answer. I had no idea what I was going to be. So this is a really cool thing that I never would have imagined for myself. <laughs> wow. All right, Hugh, your turn to ask a question. I, I feel like this whole, this whole time has just been talking about this business, but like, how did you, it's not a but, sorry, but it has been, and this has been fantastic. I'm curious, as someone who started a company and being, uh, as you said, female grown, female owned, what are some of the things that you might be interested in expressing to say others that might be aspiring as possibly even female business owners in the future to what are some of the things that you would like to possibly express as like a tip a few insights, things you wish you had known. Not the basic cliche, but it's pretty helpful for starting a business because that's that takes a lot of knowledge. What are some of the basic foundations that you think people need to know? I think to do it, I think a lot of people have some really great ideas and they start moving and I'm really proud of those people. But then you start drowning because everyone has an opinion of what you should be doing. And that becomes really stressful. So I think... You really have to do a lot of soul searching and really map out. This is what I want as a company. This is what I want my team to look like. I want my teammates to be like this. I want them to bring this skill set. You have to be so intentional about what you want to build as a company, as a brand, what you want to be to the brand. I feel like I, I wish I could do that part again because I wasn't so clear. I just, I didn't know what I didn't know. So I went into this going, I don't know, I'm going to start a company. I'm going to make a website. I didn't know how to do that. It might not be so great to home grow everything yourself because that really, it makes you make a lot more mistakes than normal. Like I made my first couple website iterations by myself with the help of one developer, but I designed it myself. It wasn't a very good user experience. We could barely process any checkouts. It was so bad. I really slowed down the process. So I think getting out of the way 
and really bringing in people and maybe paying a little bit more upfront for people who really know what they're doing, check their references, make sure that they've, they've done this kind of thing before within your industry also. I think that's really important. Some people will go, I get, all, I get emails all the time going, we scaled Nike and Adidas. And I'm like, Nike and Adidas don't sell plants. So that's not the same kind of marketing. That's not going to help me. But if you tell me that you worked with farmers before and helped this one farm grow larger by selling whatever, then I'm interested in that because that's a lot more different. So really making sure that the people you bring on your team have experience doing what, what you want them to do in your industry. The last piece of advice is, this one was a huge one. I only learned this recently is don't hire on potential hire with someone with experience. So not because, oh, they could be a great CFO one day. They're a good financial analyst. I really think they could learn the skills to start guiding the company. It might be better for someone who's already done this like over and over again. This is your expertise. Not like for me, I wouldn't hire necessarily like a nutritionist that just graduated out of school. I would want a functional medicine nutritionist who has years of experience and they would automatically learn how to how to create protocols with me how to expand our product line that kind of thing so yeah that's another really key thing is make sure the people you hire it's not potential it's they already know what to do wow i love that so much follow-up question let's say you let's say you, have a, you are a nutritionist who is just out of school and you're interested in, in doing that kind of work Obviously this is like generic and it depends and you just have to get whatever experience possible, but, um, yeah. What, what generic advice would you have for that person who is driven and ambitious, but does not yet have that experience? It's like me. I got to shadow doctors who really know nutrition science, or you can shadow other nutritionists, but it's really good to shadow a master for a while and really glean and learn from them. I have two masters that I got to shadow. Dr. Jeffrey Bland, he's the father of functional medicine. He started a company that I worked for a long time, but he's the most famous for creating this school of thought in medicine called functional medicine, which is really prominent, which is instead of a pill for an ill, I have this pain, I'll take this pill. It's like getting to the root cause of what's actually causing this condition and treating that instead. The cause of that pain is actually out of control inflammation or it could be autoimmune and looking at a really holistic way of treating the inflammation. Maybe it's from environmental stuff. Maybe there's mold in your house. Like it, you could be allergic to your cat. There's no doctors care about that, but functional medicine doctors do. They'll ask you all kinds of questions like that. They have specific labs to determine and root out what's actually causing that inflammation or pain or autoimmune or something like that. So that was one doctor that I, I worked for a long time and I'm still very good friends with him. And, um, and then the second one is Dr. Deanna Minnick, who's I think one of the greatest nutritionists alive. Everything she does is fully rooted in science. So she might seem very woo, like with a, she loves like color and energy spectrum and stuff, but she has a PhD. She's really intelligent. She's published, I don't know, like 50 some papers inside peer reviewed scientific journals. She always has studies that backs up the claims she makes. And I don't think anyone has taught me more about plant like the power of plants, plant science than, than her. So it's really helpful to have these people to shadow before you venture out on your own. Let's say you're going to start your own nutrition consulting practice. You can still do that, right? Blogs take some clients because, you know, sometimes people are just looking to lose weight or lose a little post baby weight and you can absolutely work with those. But when you start, I specifically 
am very interested in chronic disease management, that's really good to shadow a master. So that probably would be my advice for the new nutritionist. Wow. Yeah. And it also, it also makes you, it makes you much more legit if you have studied under like the, the best nutritionists and the best doctors who've done all the research. Um, yeah, yeah, this is really yeah. funny. I recently was just doing some continuing education credits for my, nutri my nutrition certification. And the book we did was Dr. Jeffrey Plan's book. <laughs> I was like, that's really funny. <laughs> I like all the people he was referencing the book. I was like, I was there. I actually was in that meeting. <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> to read so that. Cool. So I wrote the, the program people. I was like, hey, it was really cool reading this book. We're actually studying it because we had a really like deep dive and like reference like his studies that he's doing. But I was like, hey, this is my friend. It was really cool to dissect his book. When he first published it, I read it and like, oh, good job, Jeff. But this time I was like, oh my gosh, I had to actually go through all of your appendices and actually look up your studies and like research that and cross-reference things. Yeah, it was really funny to see that. It is just super impressive what you've done. It was like, I feel like it was not so many years ago when you were a scuba instructor. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you were, you were telling me about it at, at dinner in Austin and I was just like, this is really cool. I want Annie to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> and just from going there to like where you are today and then like where you hope to grow the business and just like learning a lot on the side. I feel like we can all learn from your example and yeah, it's super cool. Hugh, do you have any, do you have any questions? I, I think we have, let's say five minutes or any, do you feel like you want us to dive into any other aspects? I'll see if Hugh has any questions first. Kind of I'm curious about the whole spectrum of who Annie is, right? Like on the business spectrum, it's been incredible and the self-taught and traveling the world and being incredibly intelligent lady who's been learning so much but also how much do you work and how much do you balance your personal life and like what are some things that you like to do as maybe hobbies or what are some other things that Annie does believe it or not we have pretty good work-life balance I have to say the first few years starting my company was brutal like I people thought I was dead like I was I had no time to respond to texts I had no time to do anything, to eat or anything. I would work at my office till one, two in the morning, go home like a zombie. I had a puppy during that time too. So like my poor puppy just grew up in this little office with me. And then my teammates would come in and we'd, they'd all come in after work because they all had day jobs. I was the only one that, me and my assistant were the only ones that were there during the day, but everyone would come in after work and then would work with us until midnight. So it was brutal. That part, I think you could work a little bit smarter if you knew more about e-commerce. And now there's so many more resources. Back then there weren't as many resources. That was really hard. I do not recommend that. I don't have it in me to do that again. I think I could only do that once in my life. But at least now I, I have a little bit more knowledge of what it takes to start a company. So I don't think I would have to go through that process again. But now work life is great. Um, it's really about my team. My team is so much more knowledgeable than I am. They, they have, I can't speak enough for my team. I have this amazing partner, Jen. I actually wasn't personal friends with her before this. We actually met through my manufacturer and she became, she's like my other half. Like I, I consider her family completely. If I pass away, my shares go to her. My 401k goes to her. She's my family. Like she has my back. And that to me is like the most part of starting this 
is to find a friend like that who has your back no matter what, no matter what I'm going through personal, physical, business-wise. Like she always knows the right thing to say. She always knows how to solve the problem. Like, gosh, like to find someone like that is incredible. So her, and then I have a really amazing team, Alex and Jeremy, they're, they're both on our marketing team. They're just beasts. They're so talented at what they do. They're so respected in the industry too, for what they've done. I always can't pinch myself. I can't believe like they're on my team and I'm so lucky. And then we just started a new, um, a new member of our marketing team named Nick, and he is just incredible. He has the background, like he's worked for similar companies as ours, helped scale them to, to huge levels. And he's really good at running the company in terms of metrics and KPIs. This is like the unsexy part about business. But this economy in a recession with the climate that it is, especially with ads not working anymore, that kind of thing, like it's really crucial to have someone who knows their numbers like inside and out and has like specific metrics for how we attract new customers, how many we retain. There's a lot of the business, the e-commerce business side that I don't have as much experience with. So just having a team that really understands the back end of the business is really crucial. So especially right now in a recession, you really have to focus on like operational excellence. It's really easy to lose money really fast, especially if you're an e-commerce company. So like understanding like certain goals and parameters are for each aspect of your business as small as it gets from just how much can we save on shipping? Can we save stuff and ship it ourselves? Like I actually have a huge pack, like bunch of packages that I still ship myself because it saves money. Like for me to ship it out, it's a single product. It's really easy. It takes me three seconds to do it versus our 3PL warehouse could charge up to 20 bucks to do one. Wow. Yeah. It's significant. So like in a recession right now, while there's inflation, like we might have to do things like that. And th these are all things you have to take in consider consideration when you have a small business too, is during the pandemic, like the trucks weren't even coming to pick stuff up anymore. They couldn't find drivers. They couldn't find containers anymore. So my partner and I drove to the warehouse sometimes like twice a day, like all the way to LA, pick up all the stuff. And then we just set it up in our garage, hired everyone's teenage kids. And then we just had an assembly line and shipped out thousands of packages ourselves and just drove to the warehouse, drove to the warehouse. I have to send you pictures of how full my car was. Like if you open the door, like hundreds of packages come spilling out of the doors. It was like filled all the way to the top. I couldn't see out the back. And we'd go to USPS and the mailman's like, oh gosh, here they go again, the crazy monsters. <laughs> and we'd fill up their bins all the way to the top. They're overflowing. We're like, send them off, please. They got it tomorrow. So it's, these are all things that you have to deal with when you have a small business, but it's so fun. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Wow. That's amazing. It really is so cool. As business owners are some of the most incredible people to me, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hardcore. So, Annie, we'll put the link to the Smart Press Juice website below, but do you want to give a shout out to anything or if you have a Twitter or, I don't know, like anything you want to, oh, you want to promote? To yeah, our, our, to our, our 15 our, listeners. If I can get 15 people to eat 15 vegetables, I'll have done my job. <laughs> You've got two already. <laughs> <laughs> so you can always find us on Instagram. We're at Smart Pressed Juice. And then if you want to reach me directly, I'm in my Facebook group. So it's Smart Pressed Juice Cleanse. So if you just look that up on Facebook, um, 
I'm like me and my team are in there every single day. People ask questions all the time and we answer them. Just really, I really love it when people post smoothie recipes, people are so creative. I actually created, we created all these recipe books just on recipes that people have submitted in that group. So we have like recipe eBooks from it. So if you make mm -hmm. one, I'm gonna send you a free juice. So just to say, <laughs> make one, post it on Instagram. I'll send you something. I just, I love seeing that kind of stuff when there's like really cool, like community involvement. That's super cool. It's like not only a product that you're selling, it's like people get to be part of this community. And yeah, I like, I respect that so much. Last question that we ask to all of our guests is, do you have a generic parting thoughts, like words of wisdom to our 15 to 16 listeners? Yeah, it's not that difficult actually. So I always like to say the most powerful medicine on earth is the humble green vegetable. So just remember that, okay? No matter what you guys go through in your health journey throughout your life, no matter what happens to your family and friends and your loved ones, just remember that's the foundation of health. So the most powerful medicine we have available is in that green vegetable, the darker, the better. I love that. I, we usually say you heard it here first, but I feel like your mother and father and parents and everyone's been saying eat your vegetables since you were children, but you've heard it here verified by the lady <laughs> herself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Annie, for coming on to the podcast. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was great. Really appreciate it. For anyone tuning in that might be new, this is the Moon Tea Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about craft community, building meaningful careers. And we have amazing guests such as Annie and Smart Press Juice come on and talk about what they love to do. So if you ever know of anybody who might be interested in coming on and just talking for an hour about stuff they love, please reach out to us at moonteapodcast at gmail.com. With that, take it easy and tune in next time. See ya. Peace.